The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. All right. Thank you, Alliance. Not in the Hall of Fame, although in on my, their way in my personal Hall of Fame for sure. Uh, thank you, Alliance. They're in the Pladio Hall of Fame. That's right. That is right, Brett. But unfortunately, there's a few bands in the Pladio Hall of Fame that are there for the wrong reasons. Like Dandar <laughs> and uh, this thing. Wait. Katie in the Hobbs. Well, she's busy running the state. That's you know? true. She, she doesn't got time for Governor running Katie Hobbs uh, chimed in and said, What about that? I have a hair in my nose. I got to take care of it real quick. Pluck it, man. Here we go. Got it. Sorry about that. Man, I heard it hit the can. Trip already, he got out of bed because he had nothing to do. You know, he's not waking up to anything special. <laughs> it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> and he shot down to work real early. Blasting America. Yeah, on his yeah. Way and he was yelling at me about uh, Pantera. Pantera, no. And he's not wrong. That's the fun of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame debate is that you can have those things. This guy emails, although some people don't really handle themselves well in debate. Now, for instance, Martin who's decided to chime in with ACDC over Iron Maiden. ACDC is f- garbage. I lost f- respect for you, Holmberg. Like, okay. Ooh. Well, it's just, as, you know, I, I threw my two cents in, and I didn't realize I was going to get kicked on the nuts for it. But Have to be aligned 100%. Right. I do think ACDC over Iron Maiden. <laughs> I'll stand on, I'll, I'll dig my heels in on that. I'll die on that hill. But I see your point, Martin, respectfully, despite your language. Uh, Robert says the Lions should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before George Bush's daughter. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. The Kate Bush thing doesn't make sense. People are, people are, uh, my emails have blown up. And I didn't mean to start a whole debate this morning with stuff, but I mean, that's how engaging we are. We can't help it sometimes. <laughs> we just get the city of chatting. Uh, speaking of people chatting, I, I watched this on ESPN last night, loved every second of it. Um, I mean, I, I don't, again, I don't follow hockey. I'm not going to pretend I know. I just think the Stanley Cup is just endlessly entertaining. These games are incredible, and you got teams that shouldn't be there that are there. Uh, uh, you know, an expansion franchise is in the second round. Toledo's in the gear. The Kraken play tonight, and he's got a Seattle Kraken stuff on. And uh, P.K. Subban, who is uh, an African-American hockey superstar, for he was great, was uh, talking last night. And this, I thought, was hilarious. I didn't expect backlash, but then now that in hindsight, you're like, of course there's backlash. You know the phrase, you know, boy, they're going to play in this series. You better pack a lunch. Yeah. Now, you know what that means, yeah. right? When I say to you, hey, Brady, game. you want to get in the ring with me? Pack yeah. a lunch because gonna, you're going to need some sustenance. You're going to need food. We're going to go at it, and yep. you better be, you know. Better have your energy. You better have it all figured out. Pack a lunch, friend. You're going to be there for a while. 
P.K. Subban said, it better, for these guys, they would have packed themselves a Lizzo-sized lunch. I went, <laughs> 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 And hilarious. I giggled. And it ain't wrong. Lizzo probably eats a bigger lunch than most of us, and in the same way hippos eat more than humans. Her feedings uh, might be different, morning and oh. dinner. <laughs> you can't right. say it on one meal. Right, but yeah, her lunches are probably voluminous uh, by comparison to your average human being. Bring just, the based, trough. just based on the results I'm seeing. Well, it's body shaming. And somehow or another on ESPN, and I don't know who's calling ESPN with this complaint. What kind of man are you? Uh... It said, uh, well, the one person uh, said, P.K. Subban dissing Lizzo was not on my bingo card tonight. Boo, P.K. I'm like, what kind of man? You're listening to America too much. If you can't listen to P.K. Subban make a fat joke about a fat person and not make it like, like Lizzo eats more than us. She's kind of proud of it. Like, that's the body shaming part is ignoring that she talks about how fat she is and we should go, okay, you're fat and you love it. That's great. Uh, she, well, to her credit, is not. Um, <laughs> Chiming in. I think I'll watch a little ESPN tonight with my flaccid dick. What? Body shaming Lizzo during the hockey playoffs? Why? So Lizzo's quote came up. Oh God, I can't even. I can't even play around over that. There's something about that. I mean, that's making like my dick is crawling. And, you know what? If you've got one of those kids that's questioning what gender they are, just play America all night long. That dick of theirs will crawl back in them. Your body, your brain just goes, he doesn't need his penis anymore. Get rid of it. <laughs> and then you see your dick walking down the road with a hobo sack over his shoulder just looking for a new home. Anyway. <laughs> I can't. I want to. I want to try. I can't. Uh, it says that Lizzo spoke out about people who have uh, mother effed her and said, you keep my mother effing name in your mother effing mouth. And I'm so sick of hearing that hey, phrase. Look, you're famous. Your mother effing name is going to go into people's mouths. That was the point of your career. The point of being famous was to have more people put your mother effing name in their mother effing mouth. That's the whole point of your fame. So when you walk around... Talk to Mama Cass. Look, you parade yourself around. Well, those are, it's a different time. You can't compare the two, but you parade yourself around and say, I'm fat and I'm proud. And then when people say, okay, you're fat, I'm going to make like Lizzo eats more lunch than... Oh, how dare you say how I got fat. Oh, we can't talk about the reason you're fat. We can only just be proud of you for doing it. So P.K. Subban is now, there's like people all over the place saying Subban needs to be suspended from ESPN. And, and the argument is, well, why even bring it up? Because it's hilarious. And we used, to, and we used to have, uh, you know, a little bit more of a sense of humor about things and recognize, okay, she's big. She probably, you know, just tying the two things together is things. Well, you don't need to make fat references. But when you're talking sports and you say, you know, I mean, that's like me getting upset when they say this is going to be a dog fight. Oh, dog fighting's bad. I would never even, I know what they mean. I know what they're talking about. I know they're not actually going to go take two pit bulls and a bait dog and bloody up a room. I know what that means. I know it's not real. Lizzo eats more than us. That's why she looks the way she does. Sorry, hate to break it to you, America, but that's just how it works. That's the diet and exercise, and she chooses to do one and not the other. She's got a thyroid condition. No, she doesn't. She's, <laughs> I'll just say he's dumb, the, the guy that did it, uh, because just go with a man. Uh, there's a, that's a good argument there, to you know, a John Goodman-sized lunch, although yeah. he's lost all his weight. Who's a big well, but, fat man that we can use instead? 
Oh, it's like a modern reference. I don't even know there are any fat guys anymore. They're all gay. What about the dude from uh, SNL? Horatio. Oh, that was 12 years ago. He, okay. was, he hadn't been on forever. So Horatio Sands. And if you have to think that, it's a bad reference. Yeah. <laughs> P.K. Zubin said, I was trying to think what about the fat guy from SNL a decade ago? It's a bad, Lizzo's still a stronger reference for who you first think of when you think of a modern fat. Lizzo. Give me a modern fat person. Oh, Lizzo. Yeah, but you're right. You can't go woman. That's his mistake. That's hindsight. And there's a lot of hindsight on her. But no, no, he might lose his job. And P.K. Subban does a great job on that show on ESPN on the, the little desk. John Butchigross was the one that said, I tell you what, they better pack a lunch. And all he said was they better pack a, a Lizzo-sized lunch. Yeah. Which mm. really isn't say, you know, he's just but a he's big not fat. guy. He's just a big dude. Right. Um, Barkley-sized lunch? No. Funnier to use Lizzo. He's still right. In the world of funny, Lizzo's your reference. And I thought she liked being fat. So when we point out that she's fat, isn't that body positivity? And she's not, in her her defense, she's not the one complaining. But I thought we were like accepting her fatness. And in order to accept her fatness, you have to acknowledge her fatness. And how do you get fat? Chowing down on giant lunches. She has the, uh, I mean, I guess her songs are more of a, this is who I am. Um, It's not like she's. Oh, no. You know, I haven't seen the the videos that I've seen. Big on telling everybody it's okay to be the way she is and stop judging me. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning somebody KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Look. <laughs> there's just laying in the ocean. The internet never gets, the internet never loses its oh. job, but it says three million crabs dead after being smashed by Lizzo and she's laying in the water. It's like, all right. She is our reference point for big. Every generation has one. When I was a kid, uh, we were on the tail end of uh, Raymond Burr being the big fat guy joke. Joan Rivers went after Elizabeth Taylor for being fat all the time, like big time. Cannon. During those Cannon. Dean Martin Good Gross back God. in the day. Uh, <laughs> really William Conrad. Brady. Well, Brady's tra- yeah, but oh, William right. Conrad was Brady's fat Oof. reference of childhood. And mine worked into the Raymond Burr years. Chris John Farley. Goodman. I mean, Farley, Farley embraced being fat. Yeah. Though. But he wasn't a joke about fat. He was the joke. But we're talking about like making fun of somebody. Elizabeth Taylor took a beating through the uh, Johnny Carson. All the big names used her as the reference for a fat joke. That's just what you did. Now, was it right? No. But was it also, we know why she's fat? At least back in the 80s and 90s, we could say, this person is fat because here's what they did. And it was never because it was, you know, it's, you, it's just the way Lizzo lives. So I, I assume P.K. Subban's right, that Lizzo probably has bigger lunches than most. And more lunches than most. Probably three a day. From the looks of her. Uh, there are pe- people are saying Jonah Hill size lunch. He lost all his weight. Yeah. I think he put it back, he put on, it back though, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, but is that funnier than Lizzo? No, because no, she's the fattest. Not, yeah. She's the fattest of the fat. And she runs around screaming, "Look, I'm great. I'm fat." And she, she loves talking about body positivity. Is going uh, two more years? Body positivity will be a uh, pejorative. It will be a bad thing. Right now, body positive because I see it every day in sports on the Yahoo. They're like, check out the new body positive model for Sports Illustrated. And I know what that means. You're just replacing the word fat with body positive. And in a few years, that's going to be the mean thing to say. And hopefully we won't have that same mentality years ago. Well, he called that lady body positive. I'm like, yeah, but that was when it was okay to say it. 
but P.K. Subban, who just made a quick passing reference. And then, but he did say, because uh, everybody said something about, you know, you need a pack of lunch insinuating the team's got to do that. Subban agreed, fired the cheap shot uh, at Lizzo. And then I think it was him or someone else whispered two-thirds, which is a Lizzo song. So I, it might have been him, even if they don't. But he just said, pack of Lizzo size lunch. Billy Gardell, uh, Alvina ch- chimes in, uh, but he's lost, lost all, all his weight. Ralphie May, he's dead from being fat. Yeah. And Romy makes a good point. Says Lizzo makes a point of throwing it in everybody's face how her obesity is a new beauty standard. So let's acknowledge that's the that's the point I'm making. If you're going to make a big deal about saying it's normal, it's okay, then it shouldn't hurt when we say you're fat. You like it. You can't get that size by uh, eating very little, right? And it's like me being mad when people make bald jokes. I know I'm bald. I embrace my baldness. You're allowed to make jokes about it because there's you know. In this particular instance, there's not a lot I can do. So I, I can't get too upset when somebody makes a joke about the thing that I lead with, the, the lack of hair, my alopecia. Is, is it nice to do? No, but it doesn't hurt. The crack uh, of my, you know, of having a second lunch, you know, I, it, yeah. it's happened. <laughs> the reason <laughs> I know about second lunch is because you said it once. And I'm like, second lunch? That's hilarious. I got double dipping today. Because we went, I remember the day it happened. We were going to go to Streets of New York for lunch, and you go, I got a 1230. We got to get this one done. I'm like, you're going to do a but double lunch? Sony. Yeah, I got a second lunch. But Sony first, at the time, we were getting some treatment over there. Those wings were going gangbusters, and it was pizza time. Yeah, this, this is a great, uh, perfect. Uh, Brandon says, Lizzo's being fat. That's part of her fame, part of her celebrity. She exploits the crap out of it, and people know it. Why do we got to get all huffy when somebody in sports using her weight as a reference? You know, it wasn't that long ago, and this guy's dead now, that the greatest nickname in sports was Jared Lorenzen, the hefty lefty, the Pillsbury throw boy. He was a fat quarterback, and he got a Super Bowl ring backing up uh, Eli Manning for the Giants. Walked, he, he was in his coffin with a Super Bowl ring, but the hefty lefty and the Pillsbury throw boy, funny. Best nicknames of all time. Dudes can take the punch. William Refrigerator Perry. Yeah. His other name was Biscuit because uh, Dan Hampton said he's a biscuit away from 400 yeah. pounds. Like they, were, they all knew to like, this guy's fat. And if you're going to talk about how fat you are and how normal it is, we get to talk about your fat. Period. That's it. P.K. Subban, you're my new hero. I just, I just don't get, like, everybody's just looking to be mad at everything for no reason. If you're going to be mad, be mad at Kate Bush getting in that Hall of Fame. Let's get really angry about something meaningful. Something smart. Uh, and here's another thing that I think is kind of interesting. You know how AI is taking over your kids' voices and making phone calls and stuff and telling you to give them money? So parents have to come up with ways to make sure that their kids are in their bedroom and not in some van on their way to Ecuador. Uh, this girl, and I find this to be kind of a, hmm, says that uh, she's being harassed by a guy who took pictures of her and made fake AI nudes of her and is starting to harass her with them. And I'm like, that's not true. You had naked pictures, and you probably gave them to somebody, and now you're 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 getting in front of the problem by saying, oh, these are AI photos. How old is she? Uh, she's old enough. It's not like she's young. Oh, all but right. Well, then let's see them. But yeah. they put out a statement. Don't, you know, this I'll be the judge of this. All right. Don't pay money. 
because this will be happening more so, often. Right. The AI. But uh, think about it. Like, uh, you know, you got some wife out there and you're, you're her husband and this dude starts showing you naked pictures of her and her first, well, that, those are AI. I've, you know, it's the same thing when everybody said, oh, my phone was hacked. Now you can use it to your advantage to say those aren't actual naked pictures of me. Those are really good AI photos. I would never do that. It helps people lie. It helps people get away with stuff. And soon AI will enter courtrooms and we'll have no idea what truth is and what reality is because this thing's getting out of control real fast. Brett Favre and Anthony Weiner are like, damn oh, yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Where was it? Somebody AI'd my dick into those shots. That's not me. Uh, yeah, I know, but it's real. And then you can't tell, so then it just gets thrown out. It's a good excuse. She made a good move there saying, oh, no, those aren't pictures of me. She's on the Internet crying her eyes out. Now, keep in mind, she's not famous. She's just some TikTok girl who went on there to tell everybody that there's naked pictures of her all over the Internet. She doesn't want anyone to see because it's AI. If she just shut up, none of us were going to look. Now I'm spending all my time trying to find this girl's naked pictures. It's at Rachel uh, underscore LZH5. This big emotion. She's an Asian girl. This big emotional. Yeah, that thing. wouldn't get any more followers. No, no, no. You know, she's Asian, Brett. You asked how old she was. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at her, she's either eight or thirty-nine. I can't tell. She's oh, well, a, one of those Asian girls. Kind of hot, but maybe she's twelve. What is it? At Rachel, what? It's uh, at R A C H E dot L Z H five. Objectifying her using artificial intelligence finds out a man's altered her own images. In which she's completely clothed and added nipples and boobs and stuff. Which, by the way, the creative kids in junior high used to do all the time. I remember there was a girl named Angela that was really cute. And my friend Haim Sanchez drew bodies on all the hot girls. We would take their pictures out of the yearbook and put them on a page. Yeah, that's her. That's her crying up there in the corner. Like, like she's, she's distraught. But nobody knew about this until you went on TikTok to yell at everybody to stop looking at you. I just want my privacy. Please don't look at the naked hot pictures of me. Uh, you just sold some naked hot pictures, lady. It's like when Joe Biden says he's going to cancel guns. He's a gun salesman. Yeah. This lady saying don't look at naked pictures of me is a that's naked picture salesman. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Haim was amazing. I don't want to look anyway. Haim used to take pictures of, I think it was Haim, and he was a great, he could. He he was the first guy that drew like the one-armed giant man. Like he, he was a really good artist in seventh grade and drew weird stuff. And then Dave, every once in a while, Dave like, Bull was uh, guy. Yeah, every, every, yeah, every guy's the got cartoonist. a Yeah, the cartoonist in class that would do dirty pictures and he'd, he would take their photographs and then cut out their faces and then draw naked bodies and Haim and John were nailing these hot girls in seventh grade. We didn't know what we were doing, but. He would like heavy metal him. Everyone had Arnold Schwarzenegger's body. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody looked like an action figure. But he could draw me and himself. And his notebook for social studies was almost all pictures of Haim and I, sort of tag teaming the girls in our class through one photo we had. Because remember, they used to hand you the pictures. Yeah, the little you'd get a photo for. Can I have a picture? And like sign it. Eighty of them, and then they'd write on the back. We, have I, a great Haim summer. Would ask for those so we could. You're draw, funny. He could draw naked bodies on the girls. We had one of a girl named Robin Monroe. I remember her. You remember her? Yeah. yeah. And uh, he got uh, Mrs. Wilkinson grabbed his paper on that one, found it. Ooh. And you think about that today. An actual picture of one of the girls in class with her head lobbed off and placed over a naked drawing of him hammering her. 
Heineken would still we be found a couple of Howie's cartoons. <laughs> Dave Bulls. He didn't even get in trouble. Oh. I was there the next day. Just don't do that anymore. Stop it. Stop taking actual photographs of the girls in class and then drawing you nailing them underneath to great detail. Did you see what? Uh, did you see what Lizzo's Instagram name is? Does that say beasting? No, Lizzo be eating. Oh yeah, it's Lizzo be eating. That's yeah. her. That's yeah. her Instagram name. PK Subban's right. She's to... eating a flute. Yeah. <laughs> She's eating everything. And she uses the Cookie Monster. Oh, oh there she is, wow. bent over. Turn it on. All, right, all right, all right. It's all the right. worst video you've ever shown us. <laughs> Top that one, Crandall. Yeah. Oh God. A Lizzo bent over. Boy, oh boy. <clears throat> It's like driving into the pit tunnel. <laughs> anyway, Dave Bull had a whole series of cartoons on the uh, about this other guy in our class. His dad. His dad was a five hundred pound man. Yeah, he drew Earl. Big th- yeah, he big had Earls with a theme, and Earl would turn into everything. Whitewater rafting. Earl. Yeah, he would be the see- raft. Yeah. I see it. I see where he was going. Good stuff. Earl Agonia. The PK Subban is probably going to give some half-hearted apology tonight. Saying I shouldn't have said it, it was wrong. And then they'll suspend him. Unless he does the Charles Barkley who said that all of San Antonio's women are big and fat and he does it on a regular basis. And they asked him to apologize and he goes, okay. And they came back and he goes, they just asked me to apologize for saying all the women in San Antonio are fat. No. There's a lot of fat ladies in San Antonio. And if you don't like it, turn the channel. And (laughs) everybody at TNT lost their minds. But it's one of the most famous rants on TV in history. And he still says it. That's because all them big fat ladies down in San Antonio. And then they started kind of like trying to send him pictures of pretty ladies in San Antonio. He goes, well, that's one. And he would just run with it because it was funny. Funny used to win. Lizzo's fat. Lizzo be eaten. P.K. Subban noticed that. Didn't think she'd get upset. And she didn't. That's the thing. If you're watching ESPN, don't get mad at when dudes say locker room stuff. But ESPN loves that, too. Because oh, they get, yeah. they get ten, like, you know, Stephen A. Smith will be talking about whether or not he, he can work with him ever again. It's so stupid. Lizzo, you're fat. Congratulations. There's one way that happens. One and one way only. You eat more than most. Period. But you can have a disorder. It's like, all right, that's like 1% of the population. You get fat because you eat too much. You know, I get fat. You know how I get fat? It's when I'm not paying attention to what I'm eating and I eat too much. And then I start seeing a difference. I'm like, oh, geez. That's the key to all of it. I go to the Red Mountain. The first thing the doctor says is, you can't eat so much. Oh, my God. Red Mountain solved my problems. That's it? How did you come up with that? Yeah, how is this? Like, is this science? Yeah, you eat too much. You put too much in and it stays. So you got to cut way back on that. What? I have a thyroid condition. It doesn't matter. It, slow down on eating. I watch it. Watch that thyroid condition straighten up too. Ugh. Oh, you have the clip. Yeah. I mean, it's so in passing. Yeah, that's why you're here. Okay. No, oh, no, that's Charles. You know, I've heard from some complaints from the people of San Antonio. This is supposed to be an apology. <laughs> why would that be? And everyone thought he was going to do yeah. it. I heard they were talking about us on some stupid show called The Talk the other day. I don't know what that is. I heard that uh, some <laughs> idiot in San Antonio started a blog. Let me just What's say, the blog? I don't know. Okay. Listen, I'm just going to have fun on TV. You know I'm joking. I say San Antonio got a great organization. 
They got the best point guard. They got the greatest power forward ever. Some of you people don't like my sense of humor. Is what I got to say. Turn off your damn television. I'm not going to change. Uh, if you don't like me or the show, turn it off. And they want me to apologize. That's not going to happen. What that's what not going to happen. Me joking about those big old women down the center. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I guess uh, y'all, y'all can I guess write letters to your mama, your dad. Legendary. I'm not. Go- I'm gonna have fun on television. You, you know, you know that I'm joking around. But if y'all waiting on me to apologize, hell gonna oh, freeze. Wait, you know, what are you apologizing for? I'm trying. There's no big old women down there. Can he just get paid? Come on. I think we're out of town. Come on. What do they eat? Oh, oh, churros. Churros on the house. (laughs) He gave them all free churros. Are we in a little problem beforehand? Charles, thoughts? Yeah, these ladies is fat. (laughs) All right, that's not how that was supposed to go. We'll be back with more on the Kia Halftime Show. That's nothing about basketball. That was great. That that is a legendary moment, and that is how we all need to respond to that Glorious, Charles Barkley. I hope P.K. Subban does the same thing, although he doesn't have the same credibility or cachet that Charles has in that department. But if he just goes, I'm not apologizing for it. Lizzo eats too much. Uh, it would, wouldn't it be marvelous to hear? Wouldn't it be great to hear a guy go, I'm sorry. I, just, I know a little bit about uh, nutrition. Lizzo eats bigger lunches than all of us. That's why she looks that way. So I'm not apologizing for that. But you need to make fun of her? Yeah, it doesn't matter. She's big for a reason. She likes it, so don't worry about it. She's not complaining. Her Instagram handle is Lizzo Be Eaten. Lizzo Be Eaten. She's not even mad, but it's, I don't know who, look, I hope PK doesn't get in trouble for this. But my, my senses, my spidey senses tell me ESPN will give them extra money to get suspended so they can have two hours worth of shows about how they, it's going to be tough to go to work. Again, meanwhile, I got Susan. Telling me, and I told, and I tried to yesterday when I told Susan, I'm like, do you realize how sexual, how much sexual harassment went on down in there, and this uh, equal rights movement? And she looked at me and goes, "It's our turn." When she said that yesterday, <laughs> she doubled down. She doubled down yeah. yesterday and started to talk about that cop's ass again. When we were like, it was abhorrent your behavior yesterday, and she goes, "I like the one by the door. He had the better butt." I'm like, what is going on? She doesn't hear it. She was hoping that they were back again. Yeah. And she, and she actually said, I hope you made another listener mad this morning so the cops would come back again so we could stare at them some more. <laughs> Management. Yeah. Looked me dead in the eye. It's our turn. <laughs> anyway. But I give her credit. She owned I do it. too. She you know owned what? it. And I laughed and I walked away going, it doesn't hurt me. You're the one that's going to have to apologize. talking about Wang Sai. And I went down there yesterday to explain to the ladies, you guys were... Oh, and then Heather told the story that she was at a restaurant and somebody had a heart attack. And you know what her empathetic heart said? It was pretty sad. And then the firemen showed up and we didn't care about the heart attack at all anymore. Some of the most beautiful men. And then they walked Jesus. by our table on the way out. And I'm like, with the lady on a gurney? Uh-huh. And they go, ladies? And we just melted. <laughs> Like, yep, because that was the theme of the night. Not the dead person at Tarbell's. It was you and the fireman making eye, goo-goo eyes. But if a, co- if a female cop of great can showed up, oh, we'd, yeah. be, oh, oh, we'd, be we'd be in HR. I'd be sitting there with Stephen A. would be talking about not being able to work with me. <laughs> I don't think it's right what he did. You can't do it. As a guy, you can't go, man, that cop's cans. <laughs> <laughs> what I wouldn't do to get handcuffed by her and just... <laughs> All right, back to work, you pig. <laughs> Meanwhile, I say, hey, you guys are being kind of pigs. And the manager goes, it's our turn. <laughs> she did movie voice and everything. She doesn't even sound like that. In a world. What the hell? 
Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys are going to be out there with us at U-Fest, so uh, go go talk to them. They're going to they're gonna get you on the trails. They got the little jumping thing? I think so. I think so. He says up. he's got some surprises for us. Plus, they'll have a bunch of their merch out there, which is... Always cool stuff, but uh, actionrideshop.com is where you're going to go. You know, we've had we've had a lot of suggestions for uh, U-Fest bands, and we might as well hit up uh, I Prevail, because they're going to be uh, okay. second up, so we'll right. do uh, Scars, I guess. All right, let's yeah, do we're allowed to play this one. Okay. Yeah. The, the, we listened to a new song by one of the bands that's on the, uh, the day. I say what band? But this little warning. Okay. And it was a new song yesterday. I'm like, ooh, I'd love to play that tomorrow. Larry and I are listening, and the label won't let us play it yet. And I, for whatever reason, I'm like, that's dumb. Like, I don't understand who's in charge of your label that says the the radio station's dying to play this. I'm like, nope, not gonna be not allowed to get any promotion for it, but wait until you hear this band. These these ladies are brilliantly good. And it sounds like a Royal Blood song. It's gonna I, I would hope it's a huge hit, but uh Toledo just loaded up Deep End by I Prevail. Oh, okay. It's concert psyching rock either way. U Fest, eighty six degree U Fest. Beautiful Saturday coming your way. Tickets still available, but they are we're close. Like this thing is yeah. like, Godsmack pulled some weight on this and so did I Prevail. Uh, go to the big U-Fest show this Saturday. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.